Hey besties, I'm Sadie. I'm Ashley. And I'm Megan, and this is the Books, Cleverness, and Chaos podcast. Where we talk about anything that's interesting us at the moment. Enjoy! Hey besties, welcome back to the Books, Cleverness, and Chaos podcast. This is episode 6, and we are super excited to have you here. Um, guys, I think I want to talk about my favoriteest childhood movie sounds good my favorite movie from childhood or like elementary school because I think it came out when I was starting school is Tangled with Zachary Levi and Mandy Moore I love that movie I think it is incredibly underrated for a Disney movie um and like the animation and the the music, it's so good. It's so good. I also used to love that movie. Like, I always used to watch it, but um, I don't know. It always kind of just, like, it feels, like, nostalgic to me, I guess. Like, the scenery and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the lantern scene. I I love the lantern scene so much. The boat sing, um, the, the song that they sing. Yes. The way that they, like, the... Zachary Levi and Mandy Moore did such a good job. I and like the animators who did the colors just oh it was so it's visually like it scratches the itch you know what I'm saying? Yeah like yeah. that one that one purple color I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah like, I do I do. Yes that the purple is like golden yellow yeah it's like my one of my favorite all time favorite like color palettes of a movie is the I remember one. I remember when uh, I remember when Tangled came out. Um, we had these neighbors across the street from us who had a girl younger than us by about five years. So we were probably in the first grade, and she was maybe two or three, I think. And she wanted a Tangled theme party so so bad. So her parents threw her one, and like I, I don't remember the party that much. But I remember specifically that they bought a bunch of those Crayola watercolor uh, paint sets, you know, with like the really cheap plastic paint brush. Oh, yeah. And they like, handmade stickers to, they all, I don't know how they did this, but like they had a bunch of parents come over one day and remove all of the Crayola labels and put on their handmade birthday labels for their daughter. That's awesome. It oh was precious. God. Wait, I remember that. We, they asked us to come because we were like, we lived across directly across the street from them. And we used to go over and like kind of babysit their kids. And their mom was our piano teacher for a hot second before she got pregnant with their second or third kid. Um, but we used to hang out at their house a lot and watch their kids for them. And she was like, so excited about this birthday party and she wanted us to come so bad and I remember we had to like show up late for some reason but I remember when we got there she handed us the it was like you know the little goodie bags that you sometimes used to get at birthday parties but she was so excited about these paints she was like look you can paint like Rapunzel does and I was like oh that's so precious that's amazing 
Oh my god. Themed birthday yeah. parties are always so fun. Like, like having a theme for it is just like amazing in my in my mind. Like I've always wanted one. I've never done. We've it. had some pretty cool ones. Actually, no, no, wait. I have. I used, I had a SpongeBob themed birthday party at one point. Nice. Yeah. We've we've done Monster High. We did a bunch of like Disney princess ones. We had a superhero murder mystery party. We've done a couple escape rooms. Um, yeah. Nice. Our, because we're twins and like birthdays are supposed to be super individual, but we have to share ours with someone else. Um, my dad always was like, we'll throw you like one big party, with the two of you. Or, like, you could each have your own smaller party. And we always chose the bigger one. That's awesome. Because it just made more sense. Yeah. I always, because my birthday's in June, um, in case anyone's wondering, I'm a Gemini. But <laughs> um, I always had pool parties for mine. Oh, and yeah. And it was amazing. Like, every, it was so easy, too. Every year we'd just get, like, watermelon, which used to be my favorite food, and, like, subs sandwiches and just have everyone get to this like local pool and just swim for like three hours and then it'd be one over of, one of our best friends growing up we used to go to school together before she moved away to texas um her birthday is the day before the fourth of july so july 3rd and the thing that they always did was um they rented this giant inflatable water slide I remember those. Yeah, they would rent this giant water slide. It's the same one every year. And I swear it was like seven years in a row with this water slide. And they usually did it like the week after 4th of July or the week before, like never, you know, like the week of. So either the weekend before or after. But um, it was always so much fun because there would be, you know, it's like, okay, you haven't seen your classmates for, like, a month now. Um, You might not have been able to, like, make plans with anyone beforehand. So when we got there, it was, like, just before halfway through our summer. But we would get to see a bunch of our classmates. And it was, like, oh, that's so cool. You could, like, kind of catch up with everyone. And we got to celebrate our friend, who was the sweetest. And her parents were there and all like your parents could come and it was it was a birthday party but it also just felt like a big like get together like summer party it was so much fun I feel like that's why I love having my birthday in summer is because it's always so like like lively like it's I feel like sleepovers sometimes can be kind of like you have to really plan like, you have to really oh my play God, games yes. during winter birthdays, and I'm sure you guys feel that because you guys is, is more in the winter time. But, like, like this year for my birthday, I'm literally just going to have people in my backyard and, like, playing a bunch of different backyard games because my dad is obsessed with them right now. And that's going to be my whole birthday party. And, like, it's, it's just always been so easy for me. Like, I always kind of feel bad for people in the winter because you guys actually have to plan stuff. But I'm just I love... so lucky. And we always have to plan indoor stuff. We can never plan for an outdoor thing. Yeah, you guys yeah. can't have, like, pool party or, like, beach party or, like, even, like, picnic. You know, you have to do, like, hey, come have a sleepover at my house. And like, I don't know, like, like, are always kind of long, too. Like, I love my birthday, the actual day. 
because like every seven years or ten years or something it falls on um super bowl sunday um which is kind of fun but it you're right in that it can be kind of stressful of like well i don't know what i want to do and i always feel bad because i'm lucky in that i've never had to like you know take a test or have too much homework on my birthday because growing up the school that we went to had this thing called catholic schools week because we went to a catholic school and it it always fell in our birthday week and that one week a year was the one week where like we didn't have homework or tests it was kind of like a spirit week of sorts um and it was the best week ever and i loved it but you're right like we couldn't go to the beach we couldn't go to um we can really do much other than like indoor places like we couldn't even go to like amusement parks really because it's cold you know I know that sounds like whiny because Ashley and I live in California and we should be so lucky to live near the beach and everything but like if you don't live near the beach it's kind of hard to explain but like it gets so cold when you're out there at night because the wind coming off the ocean has no barrier like the the sand and the beach and the buildings right like right off the ocean that is the barrier but if you're there it's like 20 degrees colder than it's the rest of the city it is really cold and it's also foggy so like when you're out there it's just kind of unpleasant because you're cold and it's like wet it's not a a dry kind of wind it's definitely got like a lot of humidity to it uh not heat wise but just i don't know and then when it's really if it's like a warm night then it's not as bad But you can never plan for a warm night. So if your birthday party happens to be on like a nice outdoor day, you're like, oh, dang it. I wish we could have done something different because it's nice outside. But the one time we did try to do an outdoor birthday, it rained. And we're like, yeah, we're just not going to try this again. Indoor things it is. Yeah, that's how. See, so that's why I'm so lucky is because I've just had a pool party all 14 years that I've had parties even like when I was like a baby like I think I had like my fourth year old birthday party at the pool like that's so cute yeah it's always been fun and it's easy to plan so all 17 years we've had to do some thing except for this year so 16 and 17 we kind of just did like a dinner situation um but usually we would like plan like an event and then it usually wouldn't turn out the way we would want it and we'd kind of get disappointed so yeah if if you're lucky enough to have like a summer birthday just go with the classics go with the basics it it works for a reason yeah like, this year, um, like I said, I'm going to have an outdoor party, but um, 
I've decided since like because I want so many different themes I'm just gonna have it be me themed which I know sounds super narcissistic and mean but just hear me out like I couldn't decide if I wanted it to be Criminal Minds themed or Harry Potter themed or Gravity Falls themed so I'm just gonna mix everything together and have decorations for all of them and it's gonna be absolutely chaotic and it's gonna be amazing and I'm just so very excited about it. There's... You should never feel bad about being selfish on your birthday. Your birthday is supposed to be about you and celebrating your life. So you do what you want to do. If it makes you happy, then if someone's telling you that, oh my God, that's kind of narcissistic of you. Personally, if I if it were me, I'd just say, okay, you don't have to come. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. The... One of my favorite themes that I've seen on, like, TikTok that people are doing for their birthdays is, like, it's themed the of the birthday person, but it's, like, different versions of them. So, like, concert, and then, so say it, it's for your birthday, so, like, concert Sadie, or school Sadie, or beach Sadie, or, and there's, like, different pictures that they, like, base their outfit for the party off of oh yeah i've seen that and oh like everybody has to come dressed up as as the birthday person but as like okay different like versions of them different eras of me yeah so like that's cute yeah i i saw it on my tiktok the other day and i was like that's really adorable like it was for this girl who i think was turning like 21 and it was a bunch of her friends, and they're like, oh, this is um, her at college, or, like, a tailgate, or um, there was one that was, like, One Direction concert, and they had those, you know, those, like, black t-shirts that you used to get, and then you'd do, like, puffy paint on it, or... Absolutely. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. They, she made one of those shirts to look exactly like the one that her friend wore when they were, like eight to go to some one direction concert it that's was, so cute it was so cute that's adorable i love that yeah i was gonna i was gonna do that with like criminal minds and be like you have to dress as your favorite criminal minds character but not enough of my friends know the characters so i've decided to make like because you know like i don't know what it is with dress codes at parties now but everyone's like wear black and white or wear this, dress fancy, dress dress in PJs. Like, everyone has one now for some reason. Like, everyone's matching. So I've decided just to make it dress like, um, dress like you would if you were meeting your celebrity crush. And That's cute. I haven't really told anyone about that yet because I don't know how my other friends are going to react. So I'm just going to tell them to dress nice or however they feel like. And I'm going to be in my little, in my favorite little dress. And I'm going to be super cute. And everyone else is just going to be kind of ugly. Because, you know. And it's going to be awesome. Because those people that don't really have comfort characters or celebrity crushes aren't really going to get it. But those that do will. And will be slaying the game that night. And I'm so excited. It'll make Yeah, we never had a dress code. We never had a dress code for any of our parties. Except for one. Because we went cosmic bowling. And it was cooler if you wore like a white t-shirt or like neons because then it would show up in the black light oh, but yeah. 
Ashley. That is wholly untrue. Because we did this superhero murder mystery party where everyone had to wear a costume. Well, yeah, because that was in the party. Like, that was part of... The costume was a part of the party. I'm saying, like, we never had a party that was like, oh, you should come dressed fancy because of what we're doing. Other than, like, wearing a costume as a part of the character that you're coming to play. Yeah. Miss Girl, that's still a dress code, is what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay, you know what? I don't feel like being attacked right now. Okay. I'm tired. It's been a long week. This week's gonna be a long week. And I'm just not looking forward to it, okay? Okay, what I'm trying to say is that the most recent parties I've been to, the two that I've been to, um, have been a murder mystery kind of party, which was super fun. I actually went last night, which was very amazing. And um, especially since we, the where I live, our social distancing mandate just got taken off. So we can now be in groups of however large, as long as we're still being safe. Um, and so we, I wore my sweater vest outfit, but like everyone was in black and white or gold. And then the other one, which was like maybe like just a little bit ago, we all wore dresses and all the boys that were there wore tuxes. And that was really nice because it was like a, Oh my god, what's that one holiday? I don't know. It was a holiday where you're supposed to dress nice. I can't remember. But Christmas? No, it's after Christmas. It was like in 2021. Easter? Um, February day. No, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. February day. February day. I don't know what that is. Petition petition to rename Valentine's Day February day. (laughs) I'm all for that. I'm all for that. I'd sign. Oh I'd sign. God. That's hilarious. Yeah, but everyone wore dresses and the boys wore tux. Everyone's boyfriends were there. I was lonely, but that's okay because it was still fun anyways. Either way. I don't go to parties, so. I only go to birthday parties anymore. I don't really like normal parties. I'm not normal. I'm not like other girls. <laughs> Sadie, at least you've been to them. I've I've literally never been to like a high school party okay but like that's something that i'd like to clear up for any listener who is in like middle school or younger um please be aware that like the whole idea of like oh there's like a party every night in high school you just have to like know the right people that's not really true like if when you get to high school and if you do it like where you even just like kind of care about your classes you'll have enough to worry about with like trying to maintain a social life if you if you decide to date in high school which that's a questionable choice because dating in high school can be a little iffy um dating in high school homework for younger people it would be like getting your driver's license or getting a job like all of that stuff adds up to the point where, like, parties don't really happen unless it's for someone's birthday. Exactly. Like, I'm kind of in that younger person stage right now because I'm literally in the middle of trying to get my driver's license. And I'm also in the middle of right before finals. 
and if you're like me and you do school sports, um, you will have this time of your life that you call, well, what me and my friends like to call hell month, because that's where I'm in right now. Um, yeah. If you do school sports, I don't, I don't understand how kids can do multiple school sports, but right now I'm in the middle of my school sports season and I have maybe 10 missing assignments. Um, either way, parties don't really happen. And if they're either way over-romanticized... Um, oh, for sure. Like, and I'd like, rather stay home and watch movies. Literally. Like, and if you're going to hang out with people, like, don't go to a party. You never actually do anything at parties. You just dance in, in a room with a bunch of other sweaty people, and it's gross. And, like... Oh, what? They never smell good. It never no, smells good. Never. And you get all hot and, like, and musty, and you're just like, oh, my God. You know? And if you're, like, wearing makeup, your face gets all oily and shiny. And when you go to take pictures or something, you'll look ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, my God. And every single high school party I've been to so far has had this, like, photo booth station. Like, and I don't even call them high school parties because they're all birthday parties. But, like, they have a lot of people there and we all do the dancing in one room thing. But they have, like, that photo booth station where there's, like, streamers and, like, a backdrop and stuff. And, like, you take photos and they all look bad and you hate them all. But you, like... You know, have to be like, yeah, okay, just to get it over you with. You feel like you have to post it and be like, oh, it's so and so's birthday. Like, love you. Literally, like that's another thing I don't get is why people. I do it, but like, why we have to post on Snapchat for someone's birthday? Why can't I just text someone and be like, happy birthday? Unless they're like my best friend, I'm like, don't I'm get it. So I'm so bad at that kind of stuff, like social media in general. And I know that sounds funny coming from the person who runs the podcast Instagram, but like. Just in general, like, replying to snaps. Try I I cannot do streaks on snaps. Like, I can't. Like, Literally. it just, like, doesn't. It doesn't click in my head. Like, why do I need to do that? So, you know, maybe... like, I just, like, let them all die. And then eventually people just, like, got the hint that, like, I don't do them. Maybe, or, you like, know maybe there are actually high school parties every week. And this is why we don't go to them is because... We hey, don't respond to Snapchats, don't talk to people, I, and would much no. rather sit in our room and read. Yeah, well, like, even, even like, our close friends who, like, know us in person, the person that they reach out to between the two of us is Ashley, because she's better at just responding at a, like, at a I respond time. immediately. I try to respond, like, immediately. The thing that I've done that I've just noticed has helped reduce people contacting me at all is I don't give a lot of people my social media I don't give them my number no one uses phone numbers anymore which I don't like I wish people texted over use snapchat because I don't I, I want to remember what we talked about or like if I ask you a question or something or if you ask me a question if someone doesn't save it then it goes away I think that's super annoying just use my phone number you have it for a reason. Literally, the most that's my great. Most of our conversations between me and Ashley, and even me and Megan, are like, are like me saying something or them saying something, and then me going, "Wait, what did you say?" And then them saying, "Oh, I don't remember." And then me going, "Me neither." And yeah. I'm completely like, dropping it. Like then yeah. we never talk about that, and it's so lame. Well, I always um, feel but- weird about I- saving chats, like, because I don't know why, but like saving a chat feels like something super personal like oh but I'm not the one who sent it so I don't know if you want to keep it like I save chats 
but I don't take screenshots. Yeah. But I just don't tell people what my usernames are because I know, like, I'm the type of person who always has the answers to homework and stuff. It's not bragging. It's just kind of true. Um, it's the Ravenclaw. So in middle, in middle school, I used to be the person people used to ask a lot. Hey, do you have this? Can I take a picture? Can I get the notes? Blah, blah, blah. And eventually it got to the point where I was giving it to so many people that it it could look suspicious if they weren't smart enough to like change the wording or, you know, use common sense and like don't just submit a picture of my handwriting or something. So when I got to high school, I made the like decision to just, okay, you just say no. What are they going to do? Be mad? Okay, just that's not my fault that they're mad at me because I didn't help them cheat, you know? It's not my fault, even though I feel like it is, you know, because I hold that with me. I'm like, oh, but they're mad at me. I don't want them to be mad at me. But just not telling. Coming from someone who does cheat, though, I would never be mad at you for that. Because I do it, too, all the time. Like, it makes complete sense to say no to that. Okay, so I've got kind of a funny story. Go ahead. So, So, when we were in, like, elementary, middle school... We went to the same school for nine years, so you get to know these people really well. And your parents get to know each other at least a little bit. And there was this one kid who I had the same class with, like, for, like, I don't know, like, three or four years in a row. And because there's only two different classes, you're either in, like, class A or class B. And sometimes it switches up and you'll get, like, new kids from the other class for like the following year but usually it's like the same group of kids go to uh the same teachers or whatever but this one kid and I we were always like sat next to each other at the tables or desks or whatever like we were always just like next to each other I don't know if it had to do with like how they divided our names or something because my initials are mb and his are rr so i don't know how it worked out but we always sat next to each other we were always like put in the same groups for different projects and this continued for like two or three years right and we got on each other's nerves constantly but it was a love-hate relationship Anyway, this kid had a best friend who was also in our class, but this friend wasn't what you would consider, like, trustworthy or, like, responsible for his work, Um, because, you know, there's always the kid that, like, forgot his workbook at school or didn't bring his backpack home for some reason. He was that kid, right? And so the kid that sat next to me usually was the one that helped his friend, like, give him the textbook pages or whatever. But every once in a while, the kid who sat next to me would forget it. And his mom would just text my mom and be like, hey, my son forgot all of his stuff at school. Do you think Megan could, like, send, if like, could you guys get Megan's, like, workbook and send me, like, a photocopy of all the pages we have to do? And I always laughed because I was like, I know that we were the first person to be contacted 
because of because his mom did not trust his son's best friend to get the work. I it was always me. And then I'd come to school and he'd be like, by the way, my mom said to say thanks. And I was like, you're welcome. Um, it was a very much a love-hate relationship. It was like we would get on each other's nerves, but on Monday at school every day, um, every like at the beginning of every week, we would both ask each other, how was your weekend? What'd you do? You know, like very much like office pals. I love that. And you know, you know that after those teachers put you in a group together once, they were probably like, okay, we're about to give them the, like, um, enemies to friends to lovers trope here. Because teachers do that. 100% teachers do that. This was Catholic school. They don't do that. They don't do that in Catholic school. It was... Um, Also, it was, like, elementary school. Oh. So. Yeah. Like, it... To give you, like, perspective, I knew all of his cousins. I know his mom. I kind of know his dad. I know his brothers. I, like, I know a lot of his family. Because they all, we all went to this one school. Because they were, they're what's considered, like, a legacy family. Where they had, like, a certain amount of kids from that same family go through the school. Um, and... You, like, you couldn't go anywhere without knowing who they were. Which is funny, because now that I think about it, Ashley and I were kind of the same. Of, like, by the time we got to the 7th and 8th grade, we knew everyone, and they just were, like, vaguely aware of us. But it was always super cute when, like, little kids would come up to us and be like, are you so-and-so? And we'd be like, no. Or they'd actually say our names, like, oh, are you Megan and Ashley? And we'd be like, Yeah. They were so cute. And you feel famous. You're like, oh my god, they know yeah. who I am. You, That's like, how I it's, am. It's so surreal because you're in such a small community for so long that sometimes it's hard to remember. Like, there are other schools with like three times the class sizes. Like, our graduating class was, I think, less than 70 kids, which sounds really small now to think about it because in our high school our the class of 22 uh which is Ashley and I's graduating class so we'll be seniors next year our class right now has like 310 kids oh my god I know maybe 20 like that's pushing it 300 only that's crazy and there's like yeah 100. oh, oh it's- well we have like six different high schools in our area because oh, our, our school district is really and that's, big, but it's spread out. And that's just the public high schools. There's also, like, four or five Catholic high schools around, and then, like, two or three other private schools. There's a so couple. we have, like, a really high amount of schools to choose from, so each school has, like, a, a lot lower amount of students. Like, there's a couple Baptist schools. There's a couple Mormon schools. It kind of just depends what your family's looking for. Because our city in itself is small, but our school district is really big because I think we border on two other cities. So it's like our city plus these two other cities that are right next to it, right next to us, that they just kind of like grouped those schools in with our school district. Okay, that makes sense. 
Because we have, like, yeah. we have, like, six, too, except we have, like, one public school, or, sorry, not, whoa, 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 we have, like, six at least public schools, and then we have, like, one private school and a few Catholic schools, but our one, our one private school, obviously, the Catholic schools are also private, but the uh, one private school is, like, extremely religious. Um, They're probably, like, Baptist or... Mormon. Those are the two most popular ones, at least in our area. I think they might be like private. I think they might be Christian. I don't know. They're one of like the big ones, but they like I like they have a statue of Jesus in the front of their school and like I don't know. I've only been there a few times, but my friends that go there are like, yeah, we have like religion class and like all this other stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds like it could be a Catholic school because Catholic schools are like that. I think so. Um, Ashley and I actually went to a different school our freshman year, so we've been to two different high schools, and if you thought that 300 kids was small, the graduating class our freshman year, so the seniors that graduated our freshman year, was 10. And I'm not, I'm not joking. 10? The amount, yeah, 10. The amount of freshmen that year was eight. We went to a a tiny school. And, like, it was good for the time being. And the people were really nice to us, especially because we had some, like, personal stuff happen that year. But it was so small. And it just wasn't... I don't even know. Like, it wasn't competitive enough, I guess. Because it wasn't representative of the real yeah. world either. Like, I feel like if I went there all four years and then went to a massive university, I think I'd spiral. the culture shock of being in such a small community to such a big one would be too much to handle. Yeah, that's definitely. crazy. Um, although it was kind of funny, there was like six or eight of us at that school that all had the same birthday. Oh, yeah, you guys told me about that before. Yeah, it was me and Ashley, so we're one set of twins. And then there was a set of senior boys that also had our birthday. And the two other freshman girls at the time. So all the freshman girls had the same birthday. And then two of the senior boys. So it was six of us. We all had the same birthday. Oh, and my it God. Was, I think there was also a male. Maybe, but it was, like, such a weird, like, coincidence that we got our own segment in the yearbook just to say that there were six of us that had the same birthday. (laughs) That's so funny. One of my, actually, one of my best friends, well, not one of my best friends, one of my friends on my softball team actually has the same birthday as me. And that's super fun. So to think of that times six is a little crazy. Plus, another of them being set of twins is a little also a little crazy. Well, and yeah. those aren't, that's not even the only people that we know with our birthdays. So it's those four other people, plus one of our good friends um, that uh, goes to one of the other schools in our school district. She has the same birthday as us, too. But she's a year older than us. Oh. It's, it's so weird. I didn't... And our so our Ashley and I, our birthday's in February. Um, and that's like the least common month to have a birthday because there's the fewest amount of days less days but i know the most amount of people with a february birthday 
Yeah, like I know a ton. So, least common birthday month is a joke because that that just cannot be true with the amount of people I know that have February birthdays. Literally, and then I also know a ton of people with like April birthdays. My dad's birthday's in April, okay. and so growing up, we had these friends um, that we played softball with. One of the daughters. And her little sister and their mom had the days before and after my dad's birthday. So it was like the the third April third, fourth, and fifth. There we were all celebrating birthdays. Yeah, I have something like that too. Like, so my sister's birthday is on the ninth, which is also the same day as our friend Cass's birthday. But on I think the seventh, I have a friend from softball. The eighth, a friend from softball, and the tenth of friends from softball I'm pretty sure too so like those four days I'm like making so many posts like I have like someone on every single day it's kind of crazy I think it's fun I like celebrating people's birthdays making people feel special I do too I'm also just a big fan of holidays in general yeah like Halloween really just gets me going I I love love Halloween I love Christmas so much I love decorating for Christmas. It's so much fun. I love it, but I get so bored so fast. Like, I get so tired of it. I I don't know if I have, like, a favorite holiday, but if it is, it's probably Christmas. I think mine's Halloween. Um, one, plus, one plus to it is having a two-week break that goes along with it. I think that's really nice. Um... I'm not a huge Halloween person because I don't like scary things. And when I was little, when we were going trick-or-treating one year, um, there was a boy who lived in our neighborhood who was a little bit older than us. And um, we were friends with him. But he dressed up as Freddy Krueger and hid in his bushes in front of his house. And when I went up to go grab candy, he like, grabbed my wrist and screamed oh, at me terrifying. was not about that i was like oh, four yeah, no. I... so i've i mean like I, I still celebrate halloween i've dressed up pretty much every year i think yeah, yeah um I think this last year's the first year i didn't I... really dress up i just actually that's a lie i did dress up i had two costumes this year dressed up as my dad and then I wore my Harry Potter robes, but I genuinely really like Halloween because I really, really like horror movies because um, there's this like thing in horror movies, which is also a thing in normal movies, I'm sure, but it's like super prominent in horror movies is the symbolism part of horror movies. Um, Even like younger movies like that used to scare us as kids, like Coraline is my favorite, um, you should watch it because I don't think I've ever seen Coraline. Out every single theory ever, um, like for instance, there's this one. She's like this cake in the in the movie, and um, "Welcome Home" is written on it. But in in the O's, they're written differently. So like in one O, there's only one loop. It's in cursive, by the way. So in one O, there's only one loop, and then the other one, there's a double loop. Mm-hmm. So in old, I'm pretty sure it's Greek or Latin. When you're writing Greek or Latin, um, there's this old myth that an O with one loop 
signifies telling the truth. And an O with two loops means that they're lying. So in Welcome Home, in Welcome, it only has one loop. So there, she is welcome there in her other reality. But in Home, there's two loops, which means that she isn't really home. But there's a lot of stuff like that in a lot of horror movies, um, especially with colors, too. Like, um, that's fascinating. Oh, I love colors. I love studying, like, how colors and how sh- different shading and lighting represents different moods and settings and, like, how that can relate to the tone exactly. of so the like next scene. Movie, I think it, that's so fun. It's a common thing that someone who's wearing yellow will get killed off. It's I'm pretty sure the same thing with red. It's either yellow or red, but I know that in it, especially, it means yellow. It's yellow. That means that they're going to get killed off, which is why when Georgie dies, he's wearing a yellow rain jacket, right? Oh, it's it's like the first spoiler alert. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) It's okay. I'm just kidding. Never seen it, and I don't really plan. It's the whole basis of the movie. If you're planning on watching it, that's just the that's the normal part of the movie. You should already know that. You should and just already if you don't <laughs> spoiler alert. Oops. But yeah, that's definitely that's definitely I think one of my favorite parts. Um that was actually what I was doing before we started this call today is um well, I was actually sleeping, but I fell asleep watching um the history around Coraline. Um yeah, cause the whole kind of plot That's of cool. Coraline is based around this fictional creature called a bedlog, which is like a um, kind of witch. But in this case, it's an old lady who traps children in this other reality, other universe kind of vibe. It's kind of fun. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that is. These aren't really my thing. Um... I grew up watching a lot of, you know, the Disney animated movies. My favorite happens to be The Princess and the Frog. Um, I think that their use of color in that movie is really stunning. And also, the end song, like the credits song by Neo is one of my favorite songs of all times. I can't remember what it's called right now. But if you look up like the end credit song of Princess and the Frog, you'll it, it'll show up. Um but I also grew up watching Marvel movies and like action movies because it was something my dad and I bonded over um, pretty early in my life. So in 2008, the first Iron Man came out. So by the time the next one after that came out, my dad thought I was old enough to watch Marvel movies. So I've literally been watching them as they come out. Um, terrified of the fandom, though, so I don't really participate in that. But I do know a lot about it. Um, but it was when I started watching the movies and got invested in it, um, it wasn't really cool to like it at my age or like with the people that I was friends with. So, um, I would watch the movies and I would talk about it with my parents or my sister or maybe a couple of my other friends. Cause I have another, I have two other friends who were also really into it at the same time as I was, um, Hi, Megan. Um, so when I got into Marvel movies, I 
didn't really talk about it, but I did do a lot of like the deep diving and like, what's going to happen next? And it's so funny because um, I got that really cool experience of watching Endgame in theaters. Um, and it was just such a full circle movie for the first original set of Avengers and setting up like the second set. And I'm not going to spoil it because I know it's still like a, a movie a lot of people haven't seen. Um, and with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and um, WandaVision, thank you. Um, a lot of people are now getting into Marvel and have to like catch up. So I'm not going to spoil it, I promise. But my favorite scene of all is just such a full circle moment. And although I'm not, I don't love that part because it's an emotionally charged thing. I think that the way it was done and the song used and the colorization and it was just, it represents so much of what the growth of that yeah, character that's, is. That's another thing that I so, really like. Is, yeah. Um, I'm really the into The way that, that songs are portrayed or not portrayed. Oh my God. What am I talking about? The way that songs are used in horror movies as well is because, you know, you can, if you, if you watch a horror movie without the music, you know, it's so lit. It's so much less scary. I don't know if I just said that right, but it's it's so it really scary is. to watch a horror movie without without the music is because it the music is building the suspense and it, it really makes it so much like worse. Hearing those like deep drum sounds as like Pennywise is about to eat someone's face off. It it's really awesome. And yeah, like, like one of the most recent horror movies, Us, that came out uses a lot of modern music. Um, did not only do they use modern music, they also use instrumentals, but they mm-hmm. might, they use a lot of modern music that has those deep bass and the um. I'm blanking on the name of the song right now, but it's every time I hear it now, it gives me the chills because of that movie. And the movie wasn't even that scary, but the song itself makes you like kind of make your skin crawl. It's it's the yeah. way that like it holds so much value. Like, you know how and I. I don't know how to word this, so I'm just going to say it. How even deaf people can enjoy music because they can feel it. It's like, yeah. it's kind of like that where like you can almost feel the the different notes of the music and the melody and the if there are lyrics, like how the lyrics tie into the instruments being used and how a different pitch can maybe make something feel like like the emotion that is packed in behind the music you can feel it yeah I get what you're saying like you can like I don't know it kind of just like builds up that like feeling I don't don't really know it's the same way like movies use rain to kind of show the character's emotions like how they use the weather as a yeah as like a subtle to you to point at oh today mm-hmm. if it's like super sunny the character's probably gonna have like a pretty good day or they're in a really good mood and then like when it's raining something dramatic is happening and like it's like the world is crying along with the character yeah like in um that one scene in twilight the uh god i'm tr- so blanky on the name right now it's like so well known it's like when the camera's just panning around bella oh uh, and it's like raining 
the possibility uh, scene. Yes. When uh, possibility. Bella and she's like all like right? depressed and sad and stuff. And the song is playing in the background, and um, there's like rain and the color scheme and everything. It just like kind of makes you feel like, like the movies like are obviously not movies I can take very seriously, even though I do love them. It's it's that scene that kind of makes you feel like oh like she's sad, you know, like it's sad. There is weight in the scene. There is weight in the pain that Bella's feeling. There is like a tangent you can feel just the way that scene was shot with like the camera just spinning around her and you see like everything outside is changing but she's staying the same because she doesn't want to outgrow edward she doesn't want to change who she is and then he comes back and it's just such a scene that it's so simple but it's so complex at the same time because it carries those teenage feelings of the fear of change and the fear of heartbreak and how like we have to watch life move on but we're so young and it feels kind of ridiculous to be this upset at such a young age but it it mattered so much to her that Edward just ditched her like it's really impressive Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, it was a little bit sporadic. We tried something a little different. We hope you liked it. And um, hope you, you join us next week we for you. the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.